Welcome to the Embrace It series, where women with all types of disabilities can be real, resourceful, and stylish. With each episode, you'll walk or roll away with everyday tips, life hacks, and success stories from community leaders and influencers. So take off your leg braces and stay a while with Lainey and Estella. Hi, I'm Lainey, and I have CMT. And I'm Estella, and I also have CMT, a neuromuscular disorder affecting approximately 2.6 million people worldwide. That's as many as MS. We believe that disabilities should never get in the way of looking or feeling good. Both Estella and I wear leg braces, and we've learned through our own personal journeys to embrace it. For more information and exclusive resources, check out our websites at trend-able.com and hnf-cure.org. And don't forget to hit the subscribe button for future episodes and special promos. We cannot wait to connect with you all and embrace it together. Can't wait. See you guys soon. Hi, everyone. This is Lainey. And... Hi, everyone. This is Estella. Thanks for joining us. We're so happy to be doing our very, well, our second series of the Embrace It podcast, our second episode of the Embrace It podcast. And um, we hope you watched the first one. It was all about summer and leg braces. In our second episode today, we are featuring an awesome guest. She's a friend of mine. She's a friend of Estella's. And many of you may know her. Um, and if you don't, you're going to love her. And we want to welcome to the episode Bernadette Scarduzio. And hi, Bernadette. Hi, everybody. Thanks for having me, girls. Thanks for, thanks for coming on and being our, um, our first guest. And uh, like Lainey had mentioned, um, Bernadette uh, is a huge, huge uh, face in our community and also the star of uh, the documentary Bernadette, uh, which which uh, she'll describe and go into a little bit, but it's basically the reason why I'm here today and, um, and, and why I became so inspired by her and the work that she does. So thanks for joining us, Bern. Well, yeah, it started in 2008 is when like, I feel like that's when like a a lot of things changed for me. That's the year that I came out as gay. Uh, I met Laura. Um, I started filming the doc and that's also the year that my dad died. So that was like, it was just a lot. Um, So it was, but it was the year that I also came out with, you know, raising awareness for CMT and being the voice for my family and also you know, the world, um, cause I knew that there was so many more people out there than just us. Although I didn't know that 20 years ago. So, um, it started, I would say in like 2008, that's when it all, for me, um, I just decided to let Josh, a friend of mine film me cause he was a producer and in New York and he came down and was like, you know, why don't we, you know, start filming your life. You have this disease, you've had, all these surgeries. He's like, I, you know, I've watched you, um, you know, just live your life and still go out and do all these things. He's, he just thought I was like, he's like, you're like so cool. He's like, you're, you know, you're, you're just real. He's like, I want to capture you. I was like, all right, let's do it. And that's pretty much how it started. We just kind of just rolled with it and let the cameras roll. And he filmed me for three and a half years 
So wow. it was a lot of fun, but it was, yeah, it was, it was, um, and that changed my life because as soon as he put the trailer out, it was like people from all over the world started reaching out to me saying, I also have CMT or, you know, my father has it, or I have a cousin that and like people were just coming out of like the woodworks. Similar to Estella in the way that it was very much life-changing because look at how gorgeous she is and how positive and resilient this person is. And like, this is a person I want to be friends with. Like, this is a person who I want to know. And that's what you did for so, like, so many people who are just now seeing the movie, you know? Yeah. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. I mean, so in terms of you and, you know, this podcast is all about really embracing your imperfections, your challenges, your physical challenges, and learning ways to adapt. Bernie, that you've had a ton of like setbacks in your life um, due to your disabilities. Can you talk about like the driving, for example, and what you did with that and how that affected you first and then what you did? Yeah, well, I can tell you from the film, like if, if you're just seeing the film for the first time, that was filmed 10 years ago. So, um, and a lot of the filming, um, I, I was, well, I, first of all, I quit smoking cigarettes um, a couple yay. years ago. So, yay. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a huge thing because I was doing a lot of that during filming. It was right after my dad died and it was just a really hard time for me. And I felt like I, you know, unfortunately I can't take it back. Like the film is the film, but there's so many things I wish I could like, you know, uh, take out of the film now, but I just can't. And, um, you know, Laura and I broke up, we've been broken up for over five years now. She's remarried, she's married and, um, you know, our lives went separate ways. And I also progressed pretty, pretty much a lot, um, where I had to get rid of my car cause I was couldn't drive anymore. I was going like five minutes away and I had to pull over 20 times because I couldn't get my foot on the brake and get, I couldn't switch anymore. My hands were slipping off the wheels. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I, I didn't even know that there was adaptive cars. I had no idea. I, I had never seen one in my life. And once I got into that world, that's when I started, you know, talking about it with my community and with all the people that I've met that have CMT. And I started just continuing to share my story and my life because every couple of years I was mourning a loss because I was losing my ability to take care of myself. I had to get a full-time caretaker. Everything mm-hmm. happened like six years ago. It's like I had to get an adaptive car. I went on Medicaid. I got uh, full-time caretakers. My family all like came and helped me, you know, get me on my feet, helped me uh, you know, supported me with, with what I needed to do in order to, to, to be Bernadette because I couldn't live. I was drowning. I told my mom, I said, I can't live like this. I'm, I'm withering to nothing. And, and I was, I was in a really bad depression because I felt like I I was useless. I was like, there's nothing, I can't do anything. There's nothing I can do. What am I doing here? Why am I here? And then when I got this whole outlook of like, no, you can still drive, you can get help and still maintain, you know, living on your own. Cause I live mm-hmm. on my, I live by myself in my own home, but I have caretakers from like nine to eight o'clock at night. So mm-hmm. but I sleep alone, you know, it gives me, it gives me, um, my freedom to be able to just live my life, to go travel with my car. Um, and you know, started working for the H and F six years ago, like everything just like happened. I made a list of things I needed to accomplish in order to feel my best. 
And part of that was, you know, quitting smoking, eating well, you know, doing more exercising, Mm -hmm. um, doing more pool work. So like, this is how like all this stuff, you know, how I came to where I am now is just like my drive to just like want to feel better, um, Mm -hmm. you know, despite CMT and Mm -hmm. still be able to put on my makeup and still be able to, you know, feed myself, even though I don't cook you know, Donna or Jenny is here to help me cook, but I can still feed myself and I can help, you know, uh, put some stuff away. And, um, you know, I'm able to guide them on things that I need. So it's, it's definitely, it's, it's life changing, but it works and Mm -hmm. it's working for me. So I can't imagine like, um, how you as a like fiercely independent, strong person, like, um, how you know like those losses you know you just got more and more resilient and a lot of people and understandably so stay in that depression and can't get out of it you know yeah but it took it took me a few years and like I said like it's Uh I battle I still battle with sure fighting with these mental emotions that CMT can cause and um it's a daily st- struggle so i have to make sure that i stay on top of it like when i wake up i have to you know make sure i do my meditation and i do my exercises and i eat well and i get enough sleep and i'm around people that make me happy and that you know love me and that you know i have a good time with because that's what really it's all about um, okay bernadette can i stop you because literally you just gave the list that is the podcast <laughs> that, that should be like we can go home now because that is exactly it you literally figured out the things that do make you happy and surrounding yourself with people exercising the meditation all of that self-care stuff that is so hard to do when you're in a in a in a funk like mm-hmm. just doing it probably gets you out of that right like even when you don't want to do it doing it yeah, and I know that a lot of people that have disabilities don't have the money. That's another problem is that it's so expensive to be disabled. It's it's it actually makes me nauseous. Yeah. How how expensive it is to be disabled and I know Medicaid, you know, they pay as much as they can and they do. They pay a lot and they help a lot, but there's so much involved and mm-hmm. you know, I just want to tell people that are in the spot where they're like you know, they feel like, oh, I think that I'm getting worse and I might need to adapt or like change things. Is that like, try it, you know, you'll find a way to get the money. I didn't have the money either at first. I didn't know where I was getting, you know, things, but they happen when you have a drive, when you have a will, when you have a mission, you have support, friends, family, you know, things will happen. You just have to stay with it. Uh, Mm -hmm. And and (laughs) believe me, I know it's, it's not easy. Even relationships like you know, everything happened five, six years ago when Laura and I broke up. I, I still like kind of, I never got into a really serious relationship since I've dated. And, uh-huh. um, but I'm, cause I'm just like, I'm waiting until I want to make sure that I'm okay with me before I can let somebody else, you know, accept me for me. It's, it's really, really difficult, um, being single with a disability, but at the same time, I, I'm okay with it. Like I have a lot of work that I need to do. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so I, I'm really busy right now, but um, that's that's definitely another goal of mine is to embrace, you know, embrace dating somebody and being vulnerable and letting somebody love me um, for the way I am. Yeah, I think that's one of the, the the very powerful things that you show in the film and just in your like 
just in, in the way you present yourself to the world on social media and and it's just it's empowering because you are you know you are who you are and you're just a joyful person you you love to joke around you love to laugh and be around your friends and i just think that just you know you exude that positive energy despite the challenges that you have and it's, you know for a lot of people it's contagious i, I think you know, it's one thing to try and lecture someone and tell them, give them tips on how to live, but to see it, you know, in its living form and, and, and see somebody who's doing it as a living example, I don't think there's anything more powerful than that. And yeah. that's why I, you know, I was so drawn to your film. And I think once people see that as well, if they haven't already, which we highly recommend and we'll, um, we'll give the information on where to, where to see it. I just think it just kind of, it, it reminds us that, okay, despite what our circumstances are or what our challenges are, that we are still so valuable to this planet and we, ha we have such a, you know, we can make such a positive impact upon the people around us. And it's just, yeah. you know, just adapting to every single challenge that comes our way. And you've done that just over and, I, and over again. Yeah. I, and I think what's also like really um, amazing about Bernadette and what others can take from, I guess, our conversation now with Bernadette is that like um, Bernadette, when I met you for the first time at the HNF summit last year, and hopefully I'll see you again this year. Hint, hint. Um, of course. Uh, you were with your caregiver, you know, and I think a lot of times people who do not have disabilities just assume someone's life with a full-time caregiver is unhappy, miserable, that they're, you know, that, um, you know, they feel like it, for their own, their own defense mechanisms, they kind of like um, feel sorry for that person, think that, you know, but you are like the epitome of someone who like when you see, when I saw you and, and my daughter was with me too, who also has CMT, when we saw you with her, there's, it's just, you have an automatic respect for you and because you're not afraid to ask for help, you have no choice, but you also like do it with dignity and the person who's with you, who you chose obviously um, is more like a friend. And um, I just think you like kind of have it going on. <laughs> like you really, you, you know, you figured out what works for you and you as a younger woman who's, you know, um, are you using a wheelchair full time Bernadette? Still? Yeah. You know, I can't even use a wheelchair because my hands are so weak. So I use um, a scooter and I love it. It gets me around my house and where my car it goes right in the, the van. Uh -huh. But you want to hear something funny what? My, with my caretakers? Um, I, I was like, you know, when I got Donna, you know, she's used to like older people and she's been doing this for 20 plus years. She's still with me now. Donna's one of my full-time caretakers. And I like felt bad. Like when I got the thermocool and when I was like going to New York all the time, I'm like, I, she's, I'm like running this girl crazy. And like Jenny, <laughs> like, I'm like, we got to do this. I got to film. And then I got this. And then I, I'm like, I got an interview at the beach and I got I'm like a personal assistant. Oh my God. I feel so like, bad. for the old person who's at home all the time. You are <laughs> on the go. And that's, I know. I'm like, sorry guys. Like I just have all this energy. Like I'm sitting here. I just want to do so much and I want to change the world and I want to help 
people with CMT and I want to help people, you know, that are just sitting. Cause I know when you're just sitting around, mm-hmm. even though, you know, you, you feel like just like you're not doing anything and your blood just gets stagnant, your body gets weak and you feel like shit. So like, you better lose it. Right. Right. And like, I finally, it finally like got it on my, and they like, you know, they left, but we have a ball, like they get to go to the beach or that, you know, we get to travel yeah. they come with me on, you know, work missions and stuff. And, and they get to meet a lot of extraordinary people, um, through me. And it's, it makes me happy, but it's sometimes I'm like, Oh God, like Donna, there's just so much I got, I'm doing, but I'm still young and, and I still want to, you know, do as much as I can while I still can. Mm-hmm. And, and so when you say while you still can, um, assuming obviously CMT is progressive, like how do you um, stay positive and not let yourself think about the what's next? I don't know. I, I remember when I was like 17, I say to my friends, like, um, I'm going to be in a wheelchair. I know it when I'm 30, I'm probably going to be in a wheelchair, you know, and it used to like drive me crazy. And, but then I just, I stopped thinking like that. I'm like, I can't be worrying about what, when I'm going to be in a wheelchair, or if I'm going to be in a wheelchair and whatever. And then my dad died. And I think that's what happened yeah. was it, it put me in. I mean, but the, the day that I found out my dad died that minute, my heart never beat the same. And I remember not being able to walk like just a few days after he passed. I'm like, why? Like, what is wrong? Like, I knew that I obviously knew that I was like going through a lot, but it was more than that. And then I never really got stronger. Three months later, I was in a chair. Wow. And I knew that I was heading that way soon. And like my, when my dad was around, we did talk about me possibly getting wheelchair and using it, you know, a little bit more like, than just like going out, like actually using one and getting used to having one around. And then, um, you know, but, but it, well, I didn't think it was going to be that soon. So yeah. I like was forced, I was forced to just kind of do it. I, I let myself do it because I was so hurt and I was going through so much and I was such a big loss for me to lose my father that yeah. I accepted all the other losses. I was like, whatever, my legs are getting weak. I'm just going to go. Mm-hmm. And then all these people with CMT were reaching out to me and that kept me alive. Like you guys yeah. and, and meeting Estella and meeting Allison and all these other people, um, through H and F, um, you know, the film kept me going. My dad died and then the film came out and Laura, like I, I can't be more thankful for having her in my life, you know, for that, for that time. And, and for having someone care about me so much, you know, during that time and, mm-hmm. and my family, like, I'm just so grateful. And, you know, looking back now, my like, God, it's been like, you know, 10, 11 years since my dad passed and I came so far. And, um, I don't know, like right now, like I do, my progression has definitely, I do progress. I notice every couple of years, um, um, definitely like more my hands and that's very frustrating. Um, yeah. because, you know, your hands, I mean, <laughs> Um, I sometimes think like, God, like, why can't it just be my legs? Why does it have to be my hands? You know, like, and, uh, I'm noticing with my car now, whereas in five years ago, I was able to roll up my windows and I was able to do the windshield wipers. I can't anymore. So like, and it's the little things or you don't even, I didn't even think of this five years ago. Like can't do my windshield wipers, barely can turn my lights on hard to get the key in and turn it, you know, my seat, everything, like all these it's just like it never ends, you know. But so do you make adaptions for all of these things or Yes, they do. So now I gotta go back to the adaptive, you know, driving 
place and I, I got to get a reevaluation and there's things that need to be adjusted now, you know, but I do that obviously. Right. Yeah. But I just go with it. I I don't know. And I try to stay strong. I try to keep up with, you know, um, aquatic exercise, which is my favorite exercise. And, um, I don't know how I do it. I just, every one day at a time have to do, you just keep going. I just do what I have to do. I keep busy. Yeah. There's a woman um, on my Facebook page today, actually, who was, um, she private messaged me in the past, and she water skis, if you can believe it. <laughs> she never water skied But she was trying to figure out, her hands are really bad, um, and she wanted help figuring out how to, you know, still water ski. And, active um, hands. Yeah, mm-hmm. I sent her to active hands. It didn't work for her because she liked it for weightlifting and, and they're in active hands for those who are listening is a website activehands.co and they're actually out of Europe but a lot of their products are on Amazon and they make um, adaptive hand type equipment for weightlifting and for gripping um, large objects. The problem with water skiing, which she told me, is you actually have to like let go, right? Yeah. So the yeah. idea is yeah. So she and I talked about it and I was like, okay, there's, okay, let's think about it. I use for Pilates, I've been doing Pilates for 20 years and because my foot doesn't go like this, it it has metal plates using it, um, the foot, my foot out of normal Pilates straps falls out, you know, and so it would like fling the equipment in my face. So years ago I found straps for Pilates that you know, hold my foot in place. So I was like, what about something like that for, you know, water skiing that allows you to have the grip of your, of your um, palms and then you can let go. So the point is, and how I relate it to you is, you know, here, this woman, she wasn't just saying, okay, like I'm going to give up something I love. She found is finding and still searching for a way to do it. And, you know, we don't want, like, you know, as you said, Bernadette, there are so many losses that you experience when you have a chronic condition, and you can get very caught up in all the things you've lost, and you mm-hmm. can become bitter, or you can become better, right? And better is a person who is adapting and feeling, um, like, more confident. I would imagine, Bernadette, that you're probably more confident than you've ever been. Is that yeah, true? I feel, and, and because I feel so healthy now, like mm. I eat, I, I've always ate well and I've always took care of myself. I smoke cigarettes, but besides that, I don't anymore. But besides that, um, I always did everything else right, you know? So I always, um, I feel like I'm in a good spot, you know, while I'm working out, you know, almost every day and I'm, I'm feeling um, like my eating habits have changed and they're really good. And um, despite CMT, yeah, and like sleeping well and keeping, you know, keeping myself busy, staying around positive people. What is your, what is your, for, for people, like, do you have a special diet or do you do like the keto or you just watch what you eat? Well, I've always, I've always been thin. I never, I always was able to eat. Oh, I eat her. Stella. (laughs) I don't think, I don't think you guys have a problem either, but I always was like, people would always say to me, why are you so skinny? Why are you so skinny? I hated it. I'm like, like, isn't that rude to say to someone, why are you so skinny? Well, I used to get that all the time. And I thought it was because of my CMT because, you know, my muscles, my legs were skinny. And 
anyway, so I, but I just eat well, like I eat a lot of greens. I do my celery juice, juicing, um, Mm -hmm. or smoothies in the morning. I, I eat a lot of fruit. I eat chicken and like, I just, I like everything. I'll try Thai food. Um, and I just love food. So I will eat <laughs> I'm with you. Types, but I stay away from I stopped eating dairy and I stopped eating gluten mm. about seven months ago and it's it's really helped um with like my energy level and uh, but I couldn't live without cheese. <laughs> All right, I gotta tell you, well listen, I was gonna say I didn't completely stop. I would say like I cut out maybe eighty five percent. So like I don't I don't tr- I don't do any I will eat cheese, but it's very minimal, but that's the only dairy I'll have. And gluten I'll have like on the weekends, you know, I don't deprive myself from it, but I definitely like stopped shopping for it as much, at least for at home. But like, I'll eat it when I'm out. Like I'll have pizza. I don't, and I'm not really, I never was a drinker. Um, although now I, I will have a drink when, if I'm out, if I'm not driving, um, but it's very minimal to none. Um, Uh yeah. So but I do use my medical marijuana as well. That's another thing I was going to talk about is yeah. with my hands not working so well, it's so much easier now with medical marijuana. They make it, you know, these vape pens where you don't even have to hold a button. You just right. puff on it. They make the oils and the gels now. You can put it in your food. So I don't have to worry about, you know, smoking. They also make gummies. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, yeah. so it oh, really, bad experience. It bad, bad, bad experience for me, in business <laughs> ago. but that's another, that's a whole nother show maybe. Oh no. Yeah. I, I highly recommend somebody, yeah. you know, going, getting their license and yeah. going to the dispensary. It's, they're great there. And they, there's all different strands for different types of elements and what would help, um, helps with like sleeping. Actually, actually in every state, I, um, I believe. Um, I forgot what the name of it is, but we'll, I, I got maybe, you know, they deliver it to your house when you yep, have a So you don't even have to go out of your house to get it. So I found that the, um, not just the, like the CBD oils that you can get on the internet, but like the actual medical you know, with the THC in it, right? Is that what it has in it? Um, the CBDs, when I, for neuropathy, for pain and like my hands sometimes ache, um, I do, I use that for sure. Um, yeah. and it really does work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it does. Bernadette, what, what, um, what, what are some of the symptoms that, that it helps you with other than pain? Um, it helps me with sleeping. It mm-hmm. helps me when like sometimes when I need to be uh, creative and honestly, like I have ADD, so and being in a chair and having ADD and having all this energy, I almost feel I'm like, oh my god, like I'm going to go crazy, and it, it calms that down for me, and it makes me focus on what I can do and what I want to do that'll satisfy me rather than feeling like, oh my god, I got to get out of this chair, or like, yeah, almost like uh, anxiety, right? To to some degree, I'm sorry, like almost like an anxiety to some degree, right? Yeah, it definitely helps with my anxiety, which I've had since I was a little girl. I mean, I can, since I can remember being alive, I was scared of everything. Wow. Yeah. And, um, I was always scared of my body. Like I was going to die or like I was, cause I, and it's all stems from CMT. Cause mm-hmm. I knew something was wrong. I knew, you mm-hmm. know, like I just knew it. And, and when I finally was able to learn 
about the disorder. And that's another thing when you have a rare disorder, it's really hard for like your family and friends and coworkers and neighbors, whatever to understand because no one's heard of it. And, right. and they don't. Yeah. So like my, that was another one of my missions. I'm like, you know what? I was always into filming and acting and all that and theater and all that stuff. I'm like, you know what? I'll between the documentary and, you know, the fact that I like acting, I'll try to reach out to actors or try to get a part where I can help other people, you know, in the big screen, get this disability out there. So like, that's another one of my missions is, is to get, you know, disability and CMT rare diseases, people that, you know, are in chairs on the big screen. So I started you're doing some on of that. I was, I'm on season six and seven on Orange is the New Black, um, just in a couple episodes and it's just background um, acting, but it was a lot of fun. And I also did a couple other little gigs that just kind of put myself out there and they were looking for people with disabilities and I got, I got it. So it was great. So I just keep on, I want to continue to do that, but I think that we really need um, exposure with, you know, on the big screen and people with disabilities need to be seen. They need, you know, we we need actors with disabilities. So if you're an actor with a disability, if you sing, if you, you know, do plays, whatever, like you can still do that. They're actually looking for that now. That's like the thing is inclusion. It's a very very good trend. can't really end this episode without just talking a little bit about your beach, all the work you've been doing. I mean, um, since like it's amazing what you've been doing with all the inclusiveness and beach access for people. Can you briefly talk about that? Yes. Um, 2016, I think it was, I decided that I'm looking at the beach and I'm like, how did I not think of this years ago? But I'm like, I need to talk to somebody about getting mats on Brigantine Island which is the beach that I've gone to since I was little. My family owns a home there and some other family members, aunts and uncles. So I went to a three years ago, I went to um, council meetings. I wrote letters to the mayor. I spoke with the mayor and other councilmen and we, and I told them about the Moby Mad and I told them about, you know, um, my story, how I've been in a chair for 10 years and I haven't been able to go on the beach and that I feel like it would help a lot of people in the community. And they listened. They put the mat down. Uh, last year, they put down a 360-foot-long mat that has, like, extensions on the sides so you can park. Really wow. cool. And it, was it like, blew up the island. I Last year was, like, my busiest year with being on the news and being interviewed about, you know, helping Brigantine um, get uh, beach accessibility. So now this year they have five mats on the island and every year they plan on adding more mats until it's at least 20% ADA accessible. You better and watch tourists. Tourism may increase. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm coming. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm hoping next year I would like to throw. Wheelchair. Um, I, you know, even when you don't use a wheelchair walker, like um, I just wear leg braces. It's very difficult. Beach, uh, my husband, we were just in San Diego, and he took a surf lesson. And, the, and just walking on the beach, as many people know who are um, listening, you know, it's not easy. And how awesome would it be to have, like, almost like a feeling of pavement or something that you can actually get all your stuff and your body down to the water so like bravo a hundred times yeah 
lives have you made better? Like, that's amazing. Thanks. So I got to say that I, I reached out my mom. I have to thank my mom because my mom's like, you know what? You should, you know, what you did with the thermopools and um, you should try to reach out to the company and tell them, you know, you want to help with getting more mats on more beaches. And I was like, you know, cause that is what I want to do. I want, I don't just want brigantine. I want to help yeah. every freaking beach. So I signed a contract with Moby Matt and I am now like one of their ambassadors and I work with them whereas I'm um, helping um, find these beaches that need, need mats and hoping that wow. legislators will, will do it. Yeah. So it's a lot of fun. It keeps me busy. Bernadette. Yeah. She's got, she's got her hands full and done some. And got it going yeah. on. Yeah. But yeah. I, love that. I think, I think that's one of the, the keys to embracing it is, is really, you know, letting go of that shame of what we're dealing with, connecting with other people who are going through similar things and, and, and experiences. And then seeing where there's room for improvement, just like Bernadette, you're doing, you know, there's so much work to be done out there. And if we can take that, you know, that depression and that isolation and kind of turn it outwards and, and start connecting and, and making, even if it's just a phone call here or there, it's like, you know, it's still part of, of being part of that progress and making change because we need as much as that as possible. So I feel like you are such a, a an amazing example of that. And, you know, I think there's, there's room for all of us to, to, to take that into our own lives and, and see and examine how we can, we can do more for the community. And just, even if like the, you know, the advocacy work, like you and um, Stella and I, and myself too, you know, are doing, that may not be everyone's thing, but like, I think the real, um, lesson from your story Bernadette is that you can reinvent yourself like you can truly you can have a whole new life um, with a disability and using that um, in some way I mean whether it is the advocacy work whether it's joining others or where whether it's writing a book whatever it may be you know mm -hmm. um, you can continue, like you can be the person that you want to be. Like you, there's no reason to stop yeah. um, to give up any of that. You don't. You can still be yourself and have lots of disabilities. So I think that you know, you're awesome, Bernadette. I'm just like, I mean, <laughs> I'm honored to know you. I like feel so lucky um, to. You know, to I feel lucky to know you, honestly. I think you're brilliant and beautiful and, and Estella, I, I look up to you guys just as much as you look up to me. And I mean, I oh, want friends, <laughs> we'll, we'll go have a drink or I'll drink your drink and we'll go together. <laughs> yeah. I, wish we all <laughs> I won't drive. Well, that's the best part too, is that like, even if you don't have an adaptive car these days, you know, Uber, you know, yes, it takes money and whatnot. And, and that's a whole nother story, but, and, maybe another topic, but no one needs to be stuck. Like yeah. no one. And no, when no, you're stuck, no, no, no. just feel sorry for yourself and make problems first. So whatever you do, whatever physical challenges you have, getting out, staying busy is the best thing you can do. All right? Agreed. Yeah. Thank you and so much for coming on, Bernadette. We loved having you. Yes. Thanks for having me, girls. 
can you tell everyone how they can watch your movie and where they can find you on social media? Yes. Um, you can just type in Bernadette Scarduzio. You can find me on Instagram and, and uh, Facebook. And also um, the movie right now is on Amazon and it's on Amazon Prime. You can watch it for free um, or you can purchase it at BernadetteCMTMovie.com um, or on the H&F website as well. That's right. Awesome. Yeah. So yeah. thanks, girls. Yes. Thank you so much. And um, we'll be seeing you soon at the summit in November, too. You're going to be teaching some uh, some aquatic classes there on how to do PT in the water and some of your tricks that you use uh, yourself in the pool. So looking yep. forward to that. And uh, if you guys are looking for more information on our summit, um, you can find that at movementismedicine.com or on the HNF website under events. So hope everybody will be joining us for that weekend too. It's going to be good. And don't forget to follow Trendable. We have some amazing um, articles out coming out with fall shoes for people who wear foot drop. Um, actually, what was my title? It was, it was a good one. <laughs> drop it like it's hot. I don't remember, but Tons of tons and tons of resources. So go to www.trend-able.com and then check out our Facebook page yes. as well. Oh, and the t-shirts. <laughs> the Embrace the are out too. So. And yeah. other So anyways, we 10% um, of the proceeds go to H&F, so you'd be giving back. Yeah. Okay? So till next time, right? All right. Thanks, guys. Guys. Take care.